Welcome back, guys, to another Flyover Stare Film, the podcast that apparently has better work environment than the Ellen Show and the same uh, production quality than the RNC. Um, as always with me, the man, TJ, the myth, Brian, and Joe. <clears throat> How's it going, guys? <laughs> Let's go. And, you know, speaking of production value, the RNC could have really taken a page out of Fandom, DC Fandom's book. Because <laughs> despite what you might say about whatever you saw there, the shit looked interesting. Like, they had the big, weird CGI domes, and they were very, you know, they put the little floating <laughs> well, heads really in there for you to see. It this week. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to segue, but I literally, that's what I thought about. Because, like, I was I thinking love- about all the... I'm just... We've been doing this, we were doing this format before it was cool, you know, now like the Seth Meyers show and everybody's been doing their shit from home for months and months and months. And we've seen a lot of the same shit. And I was like, that's one thing I thought about when I saw the footage from DC fandom. I was like, oh, look, they put some money into like cool yeah. shit to look at while that you're looking cool at a talking head. <laughs> I, I like how good. Matt, I like how Matt Reeves look like. A magician, but also a guy with, who would sell you like a very bad used car. Like he had that same vibe. Yeah, speaking he of looks that. like a character from a John Waters movie. Like, <laughs> like just sleazy enough about, about yeah. Matt Reeves. Speaking <laughs> of Matt Reeves, though, what a difference of like type of human being he is compared to Zack Snyder, who was just like, I'm ready to fight you. I'm ready to murder you. It's such a. I mean, uh, like, he's it, a grown up. You gotta walk on your tiptoes because everybody wants to throw in your face that he's had tragedies. But like, lots of people have had tragedies in their life, and they aren't these petulant little babies. The dude is one of the most powerful directors in Hollywood, and his fan movement brought his movie back from the dead. And he's still such a petulant little fucking bitch. <laughs> like, he's just always every. It's not enough that he's got this huge toxic fan base. Everybody has to love him and respect him. It's oh, it sucks into it anyway so this is not an episode for the fucking snyder lovers so get out fly over state got that got that right off the top it's not it's not your demographic uh so uh speaking of dc um everybody in the youtube community and on twitter were like piranhas feeding off of a fucking bone uh thrown in the water uh because of all the trailers that are gonna, well, it's funny because movies that are going to come out eventually like, one of these years. It was like, what was it, a month ago that Comic-Con happened online and nobody <laughs> gave a shit. There was like some panels and, and there was some cool stuff too. Like there was a really was cool Comic-Con. queer horror panel that I kept – Don Mancini kept retweeting. But I didn't watch it and I didn't see anybody covering it. It just yeah, but came and went. No, but there were no like official official trailers. Right, that's the that. difference official release material. And they makes, dropped. You know, like, and like – it's called Comic-Con, but they drop shit about, like, comics in, in that industry, which, like, doesn't yeah. make waves unless you... Yeah. But so, I think it's I funny how much better this was handled. It's like, yeah, they actually had something to show us. Like, out of out of that uh, tiny bone that was thrown in the waters, what uh, cut your teeth? What, what did you really bite into out of everything that was shown? Ooh, I was going to go I first mean... and say Batman. Yeah, obviously, All right. like that, that the best thing. Trailer. We already talked about Matt Reeves, so we might as well just be like, "Yeah, the yeah, Batman." Yeah, lean right like... into the Batman. That looked fucking incredible. Yes, and also they only supposedly shot only like twenty five percent of the film, so that's only based off of that so rumor, far. Rumor is Paul Dano's playing the Riddler, but I don't know. I yeah. got a hush. I got some hush vibes. I too. got hush vibes too. People are saying I feel. That. I still don't see I feel it. That- 
I feel like he's gonna be the Riddler, but in the skin of Hush. Well, did you like, did okay? Yeah. Spoiler alert! Did anybody see the animated Hush movie they made? No, not yet. That's kind of what they did with the animated Hush movie. It sucked though. It was not good. Not one of their no. better animated yeah, well, DC they, movies. They said that Riddler's supposed to be different than he's ever been like uh, adapted before. So, I mean, it could be him. I mean, the voice sounded like a Paul Dano style, like a. Because there was that background voice like doing this weird like rhyming thing, and it sounded like the same character Paul Dano did in The Prisoners, where he kind of like did this weird like thing. I was with, even like, thinking voice. like his posture and stuff. You know, Paul yeah. Dano just got the way he carries himself. And his, you know, it was great in that trailer. Yeah, Farrell, Colin Farrell is the as I was walking by. In this, like in like unrecognizable as the penguin no, yeah. it killed so me like, it killed me with the people that are showing his photo with richard kind and you're like <laughs> everybody was like saying like imagine wasting hours in makeup just to turn out richard kind like you just could have hired so richard kind off the bat like but he also did not look like colin farrell which oh yeah it's kind of interesting but it's also kind of like why did, if you're if you you got Colin Farrell, why not do a different take on the Penguin then? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, looks I like just, he looks like, like the Penguin from the Arkham Knight, except, or the Arkham games, except without like the weird, you know, yeah. throat thing and stuff. You know, he just yeah. looks like a gangstery kind of little short guy with a, with Even a puffy the, uh, face. In the, uh, uh, the Telltale, like the, the one where you just like kind of, it's more of a story game than an actual like action game. Oswald Cobblepot's like a, his buddy from like overseas, who's just like this Eng- English fucking like guy who loves a fight. Like I thought they were going to go like that way with Colin Farrell, just make this Irish like mm, that'd be interesting character. But then like the, yeah, I don't Paul, know. And he sounds I don't know. American. Sorry, I don't know if the like I don't think there's a more interesting take than what they did with Danny DeVito, um, in terms yeah. of like the Penguin. That's like, like I don't, he's he's either over the top or just a gangster. Yeah, it'll be fine for most people who this will be their first taste of it because it'll be kind of like what was in the Arkham game. So only people who played those games yeah. will have that frame of reference. It's going to be pretty decent, probably. Um, but outside of the, I don't know, the Batman, we've done anything else? Like we don't, yeah, we don't have to spend too much time on it. There's going to be plenty of time to talk about the Batman. Uh, what else? Who else? Joe, I, what did I you enjoyed. Go ahead. I enjoyed how they utilized the <laughs> since there were so many speculation behind who is going to be in the Suicide Squad. I just love yeah. that they just told you who exactly everybody is in the Suicide Squad, and they didn't even need to sell you a, a trailer. They didn't no. even sell you on anything. And they I want to see a trailer. And I was sold. I was like, yeah, this looks like stupid yeah. fun. I'll do it. Why not? No, no, I would give that, like I said, I would say the cast certainly wasn't the problem with the first Suicide Squad, and a lot of them are back, and you got a much better director who, underst- yeah. who I feel like has a handle on the, on the tone of the material, because I mean, yeah. it looks um, like it's just, he's just going to do Guardians, but he's also going to get to do like his kind of gory super- horror thing that he likes to do, you know, yes. so go nuts. Go that's, nuts the one thing, that's one thing I didn't get any whiff of. Is uh, the Suicide Squad stuff? I just assumed it was like, oh, it's it's. Um, it wasn't much. There's like a little James behind the scenes Gunn video of everyone being like, this is going to be different, and then yeah. they did a like a little rundown of all the characters. And minus, they didn't. And a lot of people you probably wouldn't even know. Like, I, you know, there are a lot of people who are only oh, known know. like throwaway members of the Suicide Squad. You know, who oh, I, I've, I've, but it's I a lot of good about, fodder for YouTube videos. Yeah, I didn't know about, and I'm pumped for uh, Pokemon Man. 
Oh, Pat Anderson can go much. down a fucking drain. <laughs> um, yeah, poke it up, man. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm, because I love that actor. He's fucking. I'm magic down for any time they put Elise Braga in a movie, so yeah, she's in it. You. So bring it on. Predators, everybody, go watch Predators. The fuck. Uh, Get yeah, it? They oh, are the predators. Oh. I I saw today uh, uh, that I mean, obviously, everyone noticed they didn't even say who King Shark was because obviously it's gonna be voice. Uh, yeah, the guy, uh, the guy doing the um, is Steve Agee is doing yeah. the uh, the vocat for it, but yeah. they don't know who's gonna do the voice yet. And they say Tyka's still on the uh, call sheet, right? Yeah, hmm. I kind I don't I, I kind of I don't know. I find it funny that um, Gun Brother is playing Weasel when he was the mocap for Rocket. Rocket yeah, Rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in every one of Gun's things. Oh yeah, that's. So I mean, what? I, I, I brother, wish. I, I wish I, exactly. <laughs> they are the original. Well, speaking of speaking <laughs> of CGI though, I the only thing that stood out. I watched the Wonder Woman trailer and I got the same thing of everyone. I was like, okay, it, it it's gonna look. It looks fine, right? It looks like a looks sequel. <laughs> but that Chitara or Cheetah CGI Chitara. is so fucking bad. Yeah. Like, well, it I only, okay, finished. to be fair, I only watch it on my phone without sound, and it wasn't so much that I, so I, I can't really speak on the CGI until I see it bigger, but I was just mad that they revealed that at all. Don't show yeah. me that yet. Show her as, like, the nerd, then show her as badass 80s makeover, glam up, and then, like, a fight with her like that. Save something for the yeah. fucking theater, man. You don't have to show me that she goes full cheetah lady. But, like, but TJ yeah, was about to say, the, the CGI. Even the sorry, C- even the Snyder shit that looked like shit. Honestly, it opens with Darkseid. Oh so boy, they're, they're like full spoiler ahead in, in yeah. this. So, but TJ was, was about to say, "Oh, it probably isn't finished." But fuck that, that is finished because that movie was already supposed to come out. Yeah, that movie should be out by yeah. now. Exactly. Touche. Also, <laughs> the, the worst part of. One of the worst. Part of one was the CGI, and was like pure shit. Yeah, yeah. Every time they do CGI, so I don't know. Maybe that team does not know how to do CGI. But yeah, you well, know what we one know. One of the how real to... bad things in the original Wonder Woman was the end where you had little Weasley David Thewlis <laughs> face in that fucking armor. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> and that's what it reminded me of. It it, it just it just like. I got it. Again, I think their big I reveal, their big chance to do Darkseid, the Thanos of the DC universe. And what is he? Another gray guy who swings a hammer. Wow, man. You I nailed think, it. Holy shit, I, man. Blew my fucking mind, a, right? He, has I think. he doesn't have his cool, like, Omega armor or anything. He just is a gray dude with no shirt on and a hat. Wonder Woman 84, I feel, and I liked Wonder Woman 1 a lot. I still feel like it's just going to be fake good to people. We're going to say how great it was, but then you're just talking about it. It was like, Actually, that kind of sucked. That kind of sucked. And that's how I felt from the moment they said it was going to the goddamn 80s. Well, I was talking about this. I don't know if anybody saw. I mentioned this on Twitter the other day because I was watching uh, Curse of La Llorona. And uh, they they said it in the 70s for no reason. I guess because they want to tie it. The only real reason is they tie it to The Conjuring and The Conjuring are set in the 70s. But like. I'm just so sick of movies that are period pieces because they're boring, bad movies. And they're like, well, what do we do to spice it up? I don't know. Set it in the seventies and dress everybody up, I guess. Like, <laughs> Or they're lazy and they don't want to deal with social media and technology. So they set it in a time when that didn't exist. So they don't have to think about it, which is just being like, I'm lazy and yeah. bad at writing. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, Wonder Woman was supposed to come out this summer. It's not, but I just came up with a little game for us. Game time! Um, and it's called the movie, the summer movie recap of things that actually were released either in theaters or on VOD. Game I can lose. Uh, it's all just, it's all my descriptions, one sentence descriptions. Of something and, that came out during the pandemic, basically. Yes. And uh, so, uh, how it'll work is a uh, usual name shout. Let me finish okay. my sentence. TJ. And uh, all right, I'm going to start right off. I'm going to start right off the bat. Uh, all right. Insert music here. Dun, 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 dun. Sounds oh, yeah. like a falling down remake. Brian. Yes. Um, uncaged or unrage? What's the one? It's the Russell Crowe movie. Yousef. So close. Yousef. Hey, I'm going to give Brian one final more stab at it because uh, he's so hold close. On. It's, uh, no, he said oh. three movies. I said Yousef. All right, Yousef. all right. Unhinged. <laughs> Fuck you. Unhinged. Ah, damn it. One of the few that aren't is in theaters? I feel like uh, I should get half a point. No, suck at six. All right. Three qu- two-thirds uh, of a point. Come on. Uh, no, no. Bane gets herpes. Yousef. Yes. A phone. Yes. He had syphilis, damn it. <laughs> His face, just that, 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 that makeup just looked like he was like a COVID, like, he leopard. Was really going through it. All right. Um, that's just a play. TJ. TJ, what you got? Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. That movie <laughs> sucked. Uh, <laughs> Why would you watch it? I didn't watch it. Watch I don't it. know. All right. Um, that's just The Purge, I guess. Yusef. Yes. The Hunt? Yes. Because not many things came out. And like I saw The Hunt, what? actually, just this week. It, it's not bad. It's all right. It's kind of fun. All right. All right. Doug Heffernan got that good hair. What? Doug Heffernan got that good hair. The fuck is Doug Heffernan? Kevin Heffernan. Okay. I'll I'll rephrase the question. Yeah. Kevin James got that good hair. Yes. Yes. Mandy? Was it called? The one where he's a Nazi or something? Oh. The sentence has a reference to the name of the movie. The good Mandy. TJ. Yes. Grown Ups 3. All right. So, Brian, you get one guess. Uh, Oh, I don't remember. Kevin James got that good hair. Becky. Becky. That's no one. God damn it. Did you see your Beyonce thing? No, I'm not up on my Beyonce from four years ago or whatever. Listen, listen. Whatever. Red Red Lives Matter and so do tattoos. The Shia LaBeouf one. (laughs) I don't know the name of it. I don't don't respect Shia LaBeouf. Tax collector? No. 
Oh, I thought I thought Brian was right when he said the Can I get a repeat? Yeah. Red lives matter and so do tattoos. TJ's out. I got nothing. All right, Yusuf. Red lives matter? The king of Staten Island. Yes. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, firefighters. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Shia yeah. LaBeouf confused me. That's because he's bad. I never said Shia LaBeouf. Red light, it was all about it was all about firefighters. I, I'm I'm too I'm I'm on back on the disliking Shia LaBeouf. So now he's getting too much goodwill. Everybody hated him for a while, and then there was like this uh, bounce so back cool. thing where everybody's kissing his ass again because he made a couple sappy movies. Nah, fuck that. I'm back to disliking Shia LaBeouf. I like I like. Uh, I like Shia LaBeouf. Rooting for his, I want him to be happy and in love. Go ahead, Joe. All right, Netflix dropped this hot dump and called it a comedy. Yusef. Yeah. Love the Lovebirds. No, that, that's. I I wouldn't call the Lovebirds a hot dump. Uh, then I know what it is, but I'm not gonna say. It. Uh, uh, TJ, the one with Jamie Foxx. I don't know. Oh, no, I know it's an action movie. I don't remember. I don't watch. Who cares? Watch comedy. Yusef. The game is going nowhere, Joe. Come on, man. Yusef. Yes. Buffy and Kareem. You know what? Netflix had so many bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Eurovision. <laughs> I forgot about Coffee and Kareem. Oh, oh, Euro, I what the up. fuck that is. Oh, fucked up. All right. <laughs> there were too many <laughs> options, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This one's easy. She's not pretty enough for all that trouble. You said the Invisible Man. Yeah. Just sitting there in the front row watching that movie like, there's no way she'd be living with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much work, guy, for for that, for all that. This guy's right. rich, right? Isn't this guy rich? She's like looking yeah. around. He's poking more. I thought he was supposed to be rich. <laughs> she's actually really pretty if you take a look you say immensely talented go ahead alright e- everyone's Oscar frontrunner so we fix racism oh uh, Yusuf TJ uh Yusuf that's the uh, five bloods yeah she's <laughs> answered like every question right so <laughs> overwhelmingly won this game TJ got one that's all that matters. I'm fine. I'm actually know. very happy. What I made a game. I have a couple beers. I can't. I feel. Well, I feel like. Game. I feel like uh, his knowledge was in this beard, and he shaved it. Like Sans. No. You Sans- fucked up, Brian. You fucked up. I'm happy. I made a game that Brian finally gets a goose egg on. Yeah, that's true. I usually do kick ass at games. Damn, Brian, you suck, dude. <laughs> I can't. Guys, so- my son watches these now. Take it oh, easy. god, dang it. Oh my Pretend God. to respect uh, me, so he will. All right, you know what? You know what? You know what? His son loves though ghost movies. How about we talk uh, about ghost? Ooh, movies? Ghostbusters is a great starter horror. Uh, just yeah. in case you're got young kids out there who are into weird shit, Ghostbusters yeah. is an excellent starter horror. You're gonna have so to explain he, that Dan Aykroyd BJ. But uh, so he, he had a TJ. What was your question? Oh God, these allergies. Uh, yeah. So basically, it's just because of the movie you're watching tonight or talking about tonight. Um, I asked the guys. I don't well, it might even been my answer if we weren't talking about it later. 
Exactly. Like not, only, not only ghost movies, but best ghosts on film, even if you don't have a movie, if you have like some ghost that's just like stuck in your brain over the years from watching these movies, um, go for it. Obviously, we're going to leave out the movie we're talking about later, but uh, Joe, start it off. All right. Um, mine's, uh, mine's actually, I'm just trying to appeal to Yusuf a lot this episode. Ooh. Uh, mine's the orphanage. Fuck yeah, I had it on my list. Uh, the, the, like, the sack kid, and then just, like, their spirit, uh, ghost encounters in the whole movie. Uh, Jay, Boe, Bo, <coughs> Bo, Bo, Boyana? Boyana? So good. So good. From, that uh, movie... <laughs> a monster calls. Yes. That movie's, a like, something, I mean, first, I, I don't know, just the ghost itself without giving it all away, but it's, it's not really scary, but it's heartbreaking. Like yeah. it's, it's one of those ones sold on a um, as a horror, but you watch it and you're just like, oh, this is a drama about loss and ghost kids. Uh, yeah, it has here. a it has a fantastic ending as well. It's one of those endings that you just want to watch the movie again just to yeah. like pick up certain things that they give you throughout the right, entire movie. You. Well, you know what reminded me a lot? Because this is a foreign film. It's in Spanish. I, don't, I think I saw this one, but I don't remember it, so I can't really weigh in, guys. And it reminds me a lot of like, especially with like the subtitles and and being in Spanish, where it's so good that like if you're not accustomed to watching it, it sucked you right in. Kind of similarly like Parasite was last year, right? Like that turned on a lot of people to be yeah. like, I could sit down and read this. Like, uh, Orphanage has that same vibe. It also has like this, not the same, obviously not the same visual effects, but it has the same like tonal uh, flair that uh, Pan's Labyrinth has. Yes. That like grayish. Okay. It was uh, visuals and and the, and the by Guillermo, right? Directed I think by so. It was. It was in that little like Hispanic wave we had too, in like the late in the, the, the and like between like two thousand like six and like eight, like there was a lot of like Spanish culture, Hispanic culture, like trickling through, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was one of them. Because you're right, it, it has that same. We have had a lot of uh, directors with names out of vowels in the last couple of years, really getting it going. <laughs> uh, uh, but that was my pick. I, I, I like that was immediately came to my mind. Uh, honorable mentions. I don't even think they were great, but it was a good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no mention. No so mention. You might steal no one's gonna say what I'm gonna say. No. Nope. All right, no, Brian, no. Yeah. You don't know what people are gonna say. All right, all right, Brian. You're a basic bitch. I had, you got... I had, I had orphanage. This, is, this even... is the least basic bitch answer I've ever picked on this show. <laughs> I'm gonna start sick. off with like all the hits. I'm gonna be getting there. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Oh, I, I get to go. I didn't know. I was just saying. Um, I mean, obviously, I said Ghostbusters already. Ghostbusters is great, but a movie that I actually really like more recently, and I think has a cool too. ghost design. Uh, has a cool ghost design. Is Mama? Oh, uh, yes, remember Mama? Um, I That's can't a... remember. The same is the guy who directed uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Muschietti. No, it's uh, no, no, Andy Muschietti from It, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. yeah. Jessica Chastain. It's a remake too. I think there's a or or maybe it's like based Mama. on a short film. Don't. But whoever, uh, whoever did that, don't do that again. Mama. Don't like that. Mama. <laughs> but it's a you know it's about a guy who finds a or a, no I'm sorry Jessica Chastain not a guy lady finds a couple of feral kids and you come to find out that they were kind of being out in the woods being raised by a ghost 
and the look of the ghost is scary and like the way she moves is really interesting but also you like feel a lot of compassion for the it's the ghost actually ends up being a character that you kind of care about in a way so it was I just a good movie this, uh, you know one I of those ones that kind of surprised you you sit down for a 90 minute uh horror shit fest and it turns out to not be so bad I, uh, I bought this on a Black Friday, and it's still in the wrapper, but I think you might have sold me on that. Yeah, break it out, man. It's a good it's one. It's a good one. Um, a lot of these movies, but at least two, Mama was another one that got sold as, like, this is going to fuck you up, hard yeah. horror, and it wasn't so much that. No, it had more of an emotional core to it yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Out was kind of like that's that. because they don't know how to market those type of movies. You know what I mean? Those that's that's why you like you get shit like those A twenty four movies and they're always trying to market it as the next Exorcist. It's like that's not what this is. And then people come out disappointed when they might have actually liked it if you just let them watch it mm-hmm. without yeah. crazy expectations. Like like you watch uh, Good Night Mommy, I think also deals with a little bit of a ghostness to it, and it's sold as this like. Horror. You, you see that cover of those boys, and then you're like, that like, same director damn. just had one come out called The Lodge that I just that I. Oh, watched. that was, oh, yeah, yeah, that, was, that, was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. The Lodge was fun. It was a I, fun, I, fun I, rock. The Lodge. The lodge. Was fun. All right, you Seth, you're up. Yeah, baby. Um, what lies beneath? Ooh. Robert Zemeckis, Harrison a, Ford, and Michelle Pfeiffer. I've not seen that ghost. since it came out. It holds up. I rewatched it for my uh, marathon that I did for the horror uh, thingamajig, and it was and it's fun. It's like it's it's a great psychological thriller because at at one point you don't know if you should trust Harrison Ford over the word of the ghost. Maybe the ghost is fucking with everybody in here. Um, well, I mean, I like now that I'm looking back on it. I like the idea of playing against type for him, but at the yeah. time, at the time, I think I kind of dismissed it as kind of gimmicky as being like, Oh, okay. So your big thing was to just like take the guy everybody loves and be like, what is he the bad? I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> but I would, I like, I would, like I said, it's been damn near 20 years. So I would like to go back and give it a revisit. And I feel like, yeah. And the reason why it works is like, it's not just like it was gimmicky is that uh, the audience ca- comes in with such goodwill towards Harrison Ford that you're willing to give him the second benefit of the doubt when it when the shit starts hitting the fan because you're like you know that's fucking Indiana Jones he's only racist he's not gonna kill somebody um but yeah that's Indiana Jones will just pillage your culture but he's not like a rapist he's not gonna do that (laughs) that's also uh just more Michelle Pfeiffer's movie too oh yes kills it oh the scene obviously spoilers I don't know if Nobody's hearing this that Claire tells us words. Um, but the scene oh, when no, she's our in nine the bathroom. Yeah, oh no. Um, the I scene when she's in the bathtub, when she's like frozen in the bathtub, her face oh, iconic. as iconic. the water is just rising. And I'm like looking at it, I'm like, she can't drown in that bathtub. She's just floating over the water. Like the water's just going to come down. But that doesn't matter. Um, but her <laughs> face is so fucking good. And as her fingers start to twitch, I don't know. I freaking, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. It, My other pick was. The orphanage. Uh, so, but Joe picked this, so I'm happy that I got to pick about. At least, uh, at least it wasn't an honorable mention. You know, he just he actually <laughs> a legitimate pick. Yeah, uh, I I have another another honorable mention, but I'll leave it to TJ, and then I'll we'll we all can say honorable oh, mention if you want. Right. I'm gonna I'll start off with. Uh, it's not, I mean, I guess it is the movie, but I just like the design of some of these ghosts in this movie. This movie kind of fucked me up when I first saw it back in the day. I went and saw it like 
two times in the same day, then again the next day twice again. But the Sixth Sense, so like Design the Ghost and Sixth Ooh, Sense, yeah. fucked me up for a while. The kid with his head blown off where he's like, hey, you want to see my dad's ghost? Yeah. Yeah, the jogging the reveal, ghost. Like the way the they revealed the ghosts, all the, like, the, the yeah. different. Yeah. It was like they weren't. Sometimes they were kind of plain looking, but then they would have that big, like the shock turn when he turns around and the whole oh, back yeah. of his head's blown off. No, the, yeah. the one that always, the one that always fucked me up was Do the it. little girl vomiting. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, Misha Barton. But yeah. I, I love what they did with the uh, the one scene where it's like you you're, you're getting introduced to like uh, Tony Collette. I can't think of the fucking kid's name right now. Um, but then the hey, dinner Joe table. Hey. Yep. And you know the mom walks away for a second. She comes back. All the cabinets are open and shit like that. And the first ghost you get is that wife who obviously was like beaten and like had you know, she killed herself and shit like oh, that. But you realize why the cabinets and shit like that were wild. That always that scared shit me. The mother was that you talking about? Who was like, "What are you doing in the kitchen?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The shit out of me. Yes, and he just like goes to take a piss, and that's when you get the whole thing like where they turn the the temperature down to like below you know, freezing in the fucking house. Uh, but to get to something nicer, uh, I guess, okay, let's do an honorable mentions real fast. I'll throw well, my... I just want to add to the uh, uh, Sixth Sense thing. Yeah. I always find it hysterical. Spoilers, everyone knows that twist that he, and M. Night said it, he ripped it from an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Oh, yeah. And to, think, <laughs> to think that a college-aged uh, M. Night in, like, was just watching Are You Afraid of the Dark and huh, I was like, that this is a good idea. Because I, I, it's the episodes, that's the reveal, right? Like, you just yeah. don't know this kid's dead the whole time. All right. We're going to shout out some canceled ghosts. Uh, Ghost Dad, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Casey Affleck in a, ma- in a marriage story or whatever it is. A ghost story. Ghost story, that's what it is. Yeah, Dude, they both ghost suck. story. No, Ghost Story, honestly, the first time I saw it, I didn't get it. I hated it. The second time I watched it, it fucked me up. I don't know why. Maybe it was the right mindset I was in. And um, like him, he literally spent an eternity trying to get to the note that his wife wrote in the frame of the in the door frame. And I don't know why that day just it just fucked me up. <laughs> and my one last one is the sexy ghost. Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah, ghost. Come on. Ghost. Got it. Oh, the yeah. I'm with the sexy ghost. Uh, honorable honorable mentions, mind. Joe, before we jump to Brian. Yeah, honorable mentions, the others. Uh, I was going to say, too, sure. another yeah. one that I kind of like, I like, but I used to discount as kind of a sixth sense knockoff, but it's actually <laughs> it really good. It's yeah. very good. Uh, very good. Uh, it, ghosts are weird, too, I think, when you talk about design, because a lot of ghosts are never fully designed. It's just usually like a person and I was gonna say some... field one of my favorite ghost movies is Field of Dreams. That's <laughs> yeah, a ghost yeah. movie. Oh, Angels in the Outfield. That's well, that's Angels. That's an angel, man. Jesus. Yeah, but an angel's a dead person. Might as well just segue. Juice have fucked it up. Oh, uh, the grudge. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna segue to that cat kid. <laughs> Scary. Uh, so we're gonna I watched segue... the grudge like a week ago. Not, not the grudge the first one no, uh, i mean i'm talking about up. i'm talking Fine. about the the japanese one man i'm i'm hipster uh brian your oh. topic i don't i don't remember your topic. Uh, oh underrated underrated, underrated. Like, more like underseen i think i said because we're talking about spoiler alert guys this episode's about the frighteners i'm sure there's nothing about it in the in the image that you clicked on fuck um, <laughs> we've been holding out 
But I think that's a uh, people don't know, but that's a Peter Jackson. That's actually the movie he did right before he got Lord of the Rings, and part of the reason he got Lord of the Rings is because he could do <laughs> big, big looking special effects on a good budget. And they were like, "Sure, yeah. okay, we'll work with this you." Is, I'll, I'll, I'll. I have an antidote, antidote about that before we start because anecdote? on my Blu-ray, yeah, the on my anecdote? Blu-ray, he does an intro. Oh, <laughs> and explains all. Did that. you watch the? Anybody watch the director's cut? Anyway, we'll get to Frighteners right. later. My point was, for yeah, the Jesus. most part, it's an underseen Peter Jackson movie. It wouldn't be the one, the first one that would come to most people's minds. Even like his kind of earlier than Frighteners movies that were kind of cult hits get more attention. So I wanted to, I don't know, pick your favorite director, somebody you really like. What's a movie of theirs that you think could use more attention, something everybody should see that if they haven't? Uh, anybody want to start? I don't care who. Yousef, you raised your hand like a good boy. So TJ, do you got one? Fuck. Uh... I don't know if this is underseen or anything. I just like it. And it's from a pretty big director. I actually think like a lot of people probably don't like it because college kids in like 99, this is like their shit. But I think the soundtrack's great. Obviously, it's got Leo DiCaprio in it. But my pick's going to be The Beach. I okay. That's See, another I one that, that falls into that category of I haven't seen it since it came out. And I would yeah. be willing to give it a rewatch. I was I like watching that movie. I don't know what it is. I, I know, know what it is. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> you can put on your chapstick. Very thankful to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little community. So basically, yeah, it's just a uh, movie with like they give this little hidden community in between like these mountains. I don't know where the fuck it even takes place. Australia, maybe. Who knows? Thailand, somewhere, right? I yeah. got the. Yeah, I think it's Thailand. Thailand? Yeah, you're probably right. Island mixed up. Oh, the island. Oh, yeah. I don't think sci-fi movie with Ewan yeah. McGregor. Yeah, um, yeah Michael, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. I get the island and Gattaca mixed up. That's a that's a more that's a more yeah. I also understand why you said okay, the because it is like having like the the cool kids the cooler hipster hipper kids. This is the poster they had where the other kids had like Fight Club and Boondock Saints and stuff like that. The beach was like the opposite version of that. But I don't know what it is, but every time it comes on, I'll put it on. I don't own it, but like it's something that I just constantly will watch through for some reason. And then I think it, it also came Danny out in that Boyle. period where a lot of people were trying to hate on Leo because he was like the big sex symbol. He was still young. Yeah. He hadn't come into his own as like a serious actor like he would about a decade later, guess- you know? I mean, yeah, that's fair, and that I think there's a lot of we could do an essay, a video essay on that on how audiences' expectations affect how movies and actors are received, and we could do it with a deep voice over over images. Well, hey, you can't um, do a, you can't do video hey, essays unless you start a Patreon. Hey, that's listen, apparently the only way to start a Patreon. You could actually find um, out why. This is a good segue into why um, Kristen Stewart. And Robert Pattinson are better actors than their Twilight perception, but people still overcrowd their talents by Twilight. How about yeah. Shia LaBeouf? Let's talk about Shia LaBeouf. So if, all right, all right. So if if this video has a thousand likes, Joe's gonna do the Twilight video, and TJ's gonna do uh, the Shia LaBeouf, and me and Brian are gonna do feet stuff. Yeah. That's actually smart. That's smart. You could link to our Patreon and our OnlyFans at the same link. Links on the doobly-doo below. <laughs> Spoiler, it all costs $15. All right, who's next? Uh, since Yusuf, like, you're Yusuf go, yeah, I like Yusuf go next. It's all okay. right, Joe, you're up. 
Oh, all right. Uh, what were your What were your ghost picks? I forgot to write them down. So, so I have something to do while you guys talk. <laughs> no, uh, ghost Yusuf. Uh, Patrick. So, my, uh, my my pick of underseen movie. Uh, I've always felt that David Fincher's The Game has been is really underseen. Uh, uh, that's a great pick, Joe. That's a rad one. Good one. Good pick. I told oh, you. This cool, is my Joe. It'd be cool. <laughs> that's a great fucking pick, Joe. I love right? that movie. It's so good. I I was bummed. I wanted to watch it today and I didn't. Uh, so I watched four it soon. seven, right? It was game then seven. Uh, no, it was seven. Seven then the then game. The game. Okay. Uh, Fight Club. So then I thought Fight was, Club. Was seven then and then Panic Room Panic after Club. that. So I, like I actually saw the game not in theaters but when it came like pretty quickly after it came to video and it must have been on my radar because of Seven but I was like a, you know I was like a young teen probably too young to have so, been watching Seven yeah I, I saw I, I saw know. I saw it with I my was, fam the I watched I, I watched it in middle school so it was way after it was released but I, I felt like because I loved David Fincher I was one of those kids who was like twelve or he was like oh my god Fight Club and this and that like because that's you connect to that when you're a teen boy he's a very good director. And I put like it's it's creepy too. It's like alluring, and you follow the mystery. I'm actually gonna try to stay away from spoilers this episode on a lot of things. It's got some legit scares in it, though. It's got good tension. Like yeah, Uh, Sean. I don't think Sean. Michael Douglas acts his ass off in that. It's Pete Michael Douglas. This is definitely like Michael Douglas. It's the height of Sean and have never been better. Um, and it's uh. I don't know. It's just I just just I want to like. There's a there's a review on whyilovemovies.com if you want to you know. Is there? Ooh. Hashtag always be plugging. Somebody set the precedent of plugging their other content. It's it's a movie. uh, The game is a movie that I I always felt that uh, got trapped to be like perpetually on like the USA network, and no one ever gave it a shot. Not even like dads who watch the USA network. Um, and got lost in that like nine that mid nineties shuffle of these like thrillers. Yeah. Also, I feel so like he's saying Michael Douglas was the height of his powers, but also he might have been on the way out Keep a little bit. Out. That's probably one of the last big movies Michael yeah. Douglas did. You know, when he was like a when his star was really bright. So I could also see yeah. people kind of thinking that was like the Twilight. You know, if we're talking about Schwarzenegger, that would be his Eraser. You know. Yeah. So I, well, I based this on like so like my dad like at that era like loved thrillers that was you know like like murder on 1600 like like just like is it a yeah. crime thriller is it i'm gonna see it and i remember oh, like when i discovered the movie i asked him if he'd seen it and he was like no nah, i never heard of it and i'm like you would have you would have seen this movie when it came out knowing you're yeah and what, i feel like, i feel like it's it's like it's david fincher's success working against that movie because everybody was so hyped behind Fight Club and Seven that it just got buried yeah. in that nineties run, but it's it's up there. I feel I feel like it's better than Fight Club in my opinion. It's better than Fight Club. It's that's up there with Seven. That's a tough I mean, call. I like that it's less stylized. It feels more like a current David Fincher movie. Well, it feel like he had the he was really stylized in Seven. He's really stylized in Fight Club. But like he does the game, and the game feels much more like Gone Girl. You know what I mean? It yeah. feels more more real yeah. and more like it more exists social, in the real yeah, world. Yeah, social right? network gone girl style. That's true. It, it's cool to see David it. Fincher also off the heels of Seven, not just redo Seven. 
Oh, sure. It would be easy to be in, like, like, you're the crazy thriller guy who does the fucked up movies. Like, yeah. Yeah. Eli Roth. We all know his best movie, because it's the best movie in the last 20 years, is Zodiac. But, like, that's a different story. I got an episode DVD bunker I did with Brian talking about the Zodiac. (laughs) I don't know if that's posted anymore, actually. But you know what? If anybody who's watching this fucking wants to hear that, I will just send it to you. I'll, like, put it in a Google Drive, and you can just have it. How about that? If a person actually wants to hear it, because it's good, and that movie rules. You know what you do? You know what you do? You send me the audio, and we make it a flyby, and I just throw it on there. Boom, boom, I'll do it. I got all of it saved. You know yeah. I do. So right. I, wanted, I wanted to talk about Dennis. Dennis Vinalilu. He's director out right now. All right, do it. Yeah, Prisoners, or Enemy. Oh, buddy! Pick your choice. Um, uh, I feel like everybody. The one I haven't prisoners. seen. What? Yeah, I have everybody... not seen prisoners. Yeah, Brian, everybody... you will never let Harrison out of your sight for like. That's a... what I heard. I was kind of like, maybe I don't want to watch prisoners. <laughs> it it fucks you up, man. It fucks you up. So um, yeah. Uh, everybody talk about Sicario, justifiably so. Sicario is yeah. a fucking masterpiece. Arrival, oh. incredible. Blade Runner, one of the most incredible sci-fi movies ever made. Very at least two thousands. Um, but um enemy and prisoners came out in 2013 at the same fucking time he just like he just dropped his two balls in in the in the table and said this is me (laughs) um enemy is kind of hit or miss with people um it's kind of heady or weird or blah 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 so maybe you won't love it but prisoners like a straight shotgun down the middle it's so fucking fucking visceral it it's so good. It's so well made. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman um, act the f- and Paul Dano. Uh, uh, yeah. Don Cheadle. Uh, Don. Ch- uh, is it Don Cheadle? No. 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 Uh, oh, uh, no. No. It's a. It's a. Well, uh, they all look the same. It was. It was Orlando Jones. It's a trap you can fall into every episode. We're waiting, yeah, like a bunch the, of sharks just circling. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it gets it. It's so good in the sense. I didn't that, know this was the RNC. Yeah, that. Well, I mean, I warned you in the beginning. Uh, so I, uh, it's so good in the sense that you're. It's a uh, three stories at the same time. Like you're following Hugh Jackman's plight. You're following Jake Gyllenhaal trying to solve the 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 chaos, and also you're kind of doubting what the fuck is happening with. Paul Dano and also kind of feeling bad for him at the same time because you're yeah, like maybe it. he did it maybe he didn't do it and it, it's just like this ball of tension that gets released right up to like maybe five minutes ten minutes before the movie ends so the entire fucking movie you're just tense watching it and it's yeah. it's amazing it's a Denny uh, movie like you know the visuals are great the editing is fantastic and the acting itself with the top uh yeah, I love that movie. And it looks sure. like everyday America, like the neighborhood. They don't. I don't know how specific they are about the area, but the area I don't looks remember like specifically. Yeah. Yeah, it it looks like in every neighborhood type of a thing. It could be in any state, in any little fucking cubby hole of America. Yep. Like that's the great part about it. And even, God, the worst. I don't want to say anything more because Brian hasn't seen it. But Brian, I think yeah. this is something that you should definitely absolutely. I feel out. it's. I'm gonna say this without spoiler. I feel it's one of the best. End shots. Or yeah. oh, 100%. yeah, it, it's 100%. um. Uh, so I Brian, think it was. I think I just for Brian, I want to add it. 
I, if no, it was released, spoil the movie for me first. No, it won't spoil it. it has, <laughs> it's Mysterio it all the time. It has it's just illusion. It has the same effect that I think the ending of the Inception had, and if more people saw it, it would be discussed like that. Sure. Oh. Huh? Yeah. I'm adding it to my old man uh, list, my old man uh, Netflix list, I, where they still send me DVDs. Recently Re-bought. Oh, I can't wait for you to see hey, the uh, uh, Brian, I could mail it to you the uh, the DVD because I recently got it on Blu-ray because I bought it for three dollars at a the Blu-ray at a. Uh, oh sure, at, like, send me the DVD place. then. I just traded in the last of my DVDs, a big ass box of them. I took them in and got rid of them. How much money do you guys think I got? Twenty four dollars. Seven fifty. Minus twenty, and you got it, TJ. Four dollars. <laughs> These were some leftovers that, like, most uh, – I had sold a bunch so, online. I had sold a bunch online, and I didn't want to have a yard sale and everything, so I took them to a half-price books. Oh, uh, makes sense. Oh, and so I was like, the, you know what? I don't care. I'll take the hit. I just want to get rid of them. And also, if I help half-price books stay in business, they make a couple bucks off me. Good for them, you know? Yeah, so right. DVD Bunker is a false advertisement. Oh, no, baby. Oh, no. Oh, Tell the fans out there need to know the DVD bunker is stronger than ever. It's finally in its it permanent home. It's the first do? time it's ever had a permanent home. It's we're so gonna, strong. We're gonna <laughs> cut it. We're gonna All cut right, Brian. Right here. We're just gonna cut to the video right here. Oh, everybody, look upon its glory. It sucks. <laughs> uh, Brian, go ahead. Um, what's your pick? Uh, I'm gonna be the Yusef here and pick some like '70s. Movies everybody wants to be me of, today. You know. I got, a, you know, these are, I got two of them here, uh, each one from a favorite director of mine. First one, well-known favorite. Everybody knows I'm a big fan of uh, Ridley Scott, yeah. obviously. Uh, Alien, Blade Runner, uh, so many other, I mean, legitimate classics, Thelma and Louise, Amazing. Gladiator, Martian. Yeah. I mean, he's it's, just a fucking master. Yeah. Pompeii, you're going to say Pompeii or whatever that movie he directed. <laughs> no, oh, I was wow. going to say Gods of Egypt, but aside <laughs> from the whitewashing, that movie was fine. I actually preferred Noah in my weird biblical uh, yeah, shit Noah was pretty cool. in the late 2000s. But, um, uh, this guy from Mother, I forgot his name now. Aronofsky. Aronofsky, yeah. Uh, but no, this is a movie. This is the movie that his was Ridley Scott's first movie, the one that came out before Alien. It's called The Duelists. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stars, oh, stars Harvey Keitel and uh, David Carradine. Is this one where shows dick? No, I don't think you see his dick in that's, this. Uh, that's uh, bad. No, that's backup. Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Also the piano. Um, but uh, it's about two uh, French officers in the, no, during the Napoleonic Wars, and basically because of a mis- because one's a super uh, hothead asshole, uh, there's a series of misunderstandings, and they basically end up having a series of duels throughout about like 20 years that they'll keep meeting up with each other, and they every time they cross paths, they basically have to have a duel. Um, it's really great. It's it's just a great fucking movie, and I mean a master. Ridley Scott's a master, and he was uh, first time out of the gate. Um, it's, it's just a great movie. The other one is, uh, I'm a big fan of William Friedkin, uh, the exorcist French connection, mm-hmm. uh, other movies that you might have seen more recently, stuff like killer Joe, uh, bug, or what's the one of oh, the hunted with Benicio, uh, Benicio del Toro and oh, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. It's an amazing <laughs> movie. Check Ooh, the details on that. Um, but there's a movie that he did, right. I think it was right after or a couple, a little bit after, uh, French Connection, also starring Roy Schneider, Roy Scheider, sorry, of Jaws fame, called yeah. Sorcerer. Um, basically, it's about Sequest. these. It's about four 
guys who are all kind of hiding out in South America for different reasons. And they all take this job transporting these uh, boxes of dynamite that have basically gotten wet. So they're, they're pure nitroglycerin. So like they, they're, they're transporting them in these big trucks, but they have, they can't be jostled. They're these tiny, these little boxes and they have to be set in sand and they're driving them across the jungle, trying and literally like, if they get shaken, they'll, the they'll blow up. They'll this? like disintegrate the fucking truck and shit. So the, it's just a crazy amount of like tension in the movie. And these like guys who are all kind of like, on the run from certain things or have their own shit going on. And it's just a really interesting. Is there somebody chasing them? Um, It's not so much. There's somebody chasing them as they kind of have to get the stuff there. By a certain point. For a a certain point. And also to like, they all need the payoff from this. They all had to take this crazy desperate job because they all need the pay. I I love this premise. I love the premise. Yeah, it's, it's really it sounds good. Really it's really, I had only seen it a couple of years ago. I forget. I want to say maybe it was Lon uh, was the first person I saw talking about it, and I ended up checking it out. It's really great. I, really I remember this tweet. I remember these tweets. It's weird. I remember <laughs> these fucking tweets. Um, um, anybody has honorable mentions before? Oh, I have an honorable mention for Ridley Scott, uh, Mastic Man. People talk oh my about god, it I've never much. even seen Mastic Man. Mastic no, no, no. Man is so good. Man. A lot of people say Max. The Counselor is one of those ones that got shit on when it came out, but that you should revisit. No? No? Watch Mastic Man. Um, Mastic Man. My, uh, Brian actually, uh, is, remind, like, I have one click to my brain of an honorable mention. Uh, Wes Craven's, uh, The Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Bill Pullman. Yeah, yeah that movie's That's fucking great. Just, I like, it, it, it does satanic well. Yeah, that's like it's like a well. voodoo magic, right? Voodoo magic. I just yeah. shouldn't say satanic, but it's it's solid. I have the DVD in my bunker. You know who also does voodoo well? Weekend at Bernie's. Um, so we're gonna move on. Wait, to- wait, 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 wait. You don't let me do my Fred Decker one. Oh, go ahead. I don't have one. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've already talked Fred- about every Fred Decker every movie. Single- <laughs> we've talked more about Fred Decker movies in the last two years than anybody has in the last twenty. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised no one has sent us that Night of the Creeps doll that's like $80. Yeah, one of our four fans needs to pull yeah. money together. Come on, come on, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan Stephanie, <laughs> get together two, and buy us shit. What the hell, it man? Comes with my two beers. It comes All with right. two toy beers and a shotgun. All right, before Peter Jackson blew up Hollywood with three... Three-hour movies that swept the Oscars, swept the nation, and established himself as one of the best directors ever, <coughs> and then fucked it up with The Hobbit. He did The Frighteners with Little Michael J. Yeah, <laughs> with Michael J. Fucking Fox. Um, I've uh, Robert Zemeckis produced this movie. Danny Elfman did the fucking score. Rick Such Baker, Zemeckis and Michael J. Fox back together effects. again. Guess that magic, baby. Yeah, uh, I actually yeah. Before I actually do the intro, I found it uh, hilarious. Not hilarious, but it's like you know, it's you can tell what time this movie was made when Robert Zemeckis and Michael J. Fox get first billing. Prior yep. to anybody in the cast or the director, yeah. um, they tell you. I mean, this was. Robert I, I mean, what the Michael J. Fox was coming back. This was like this movie, and then he did Spin City, like right Spin after City, this. Yeah. He was like, this he was, was back balls, in a big way. 
this was balls deep also in Zemeckis, like not only oh, with Forrest yeah, Gump no. shit, but he was producing Tales from the Crypt. Zemeckis was at the top of his game. Like it's yeah. it's it's part of his repertoire for sure. So let me give you like the brief synopsis and then we're gonna talk about it. Uh, this is not everybody's first time, right? Everybody has seen this movie before. Uh, when I was like in uh, sixth grade. So maybe this is like 15 years, maybe. So that's cool. All right. So I've watched this movie pre- first probably watch. at least once or twice a year. Your this is your first watch? watch? No, no, no. I said for like almost for TJ. It's like a first oh, watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, essentially first watch as an adult, you know. All right. So or whatever TJ is. So we follow uh, Michael J. Fox. He's viewed in the town as a con artist psychic. Um, In this town, there's been a lot of mysterious deaths occurring through uh, crushed hearts. And everybody do not understand why so many deaths have plagued this town. This town also has a mysterious past or a bloody past. Uh, through a massacre that occurred at a town, at a sorry, at a hospital, um, twelve I love people. The footage slain. they show of the yes, of like the, the news real so footage good. of the so of good. Johnny Bartlett yeah. got me a score of twelve. What oh, <laughs> you see? The most because of it, this movie's tone. The most deceiving thing about this movie is its R rating. Yeah. I think only because of the flashbacks of the murders yeah, in the yeah. hospital is why. Um, I will say. But let me let me let me I, finish. Let me finish. So okay, we can talk. Go ahead. Uh, history, blah blah blah. So we learned that Michael J. Fox actually can see ghosts. He's utilizing ghosts to profit off uh, supposed porte guys that he fixes for the clients. Then he starts to see numbers etched 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 into the forehead of people and then uh he tries to stop what he perceives to be death killing people randomly in the, the actual well, that's, great effect that's like, on that that's like the brief yeah, that's good. So let's yeah let's talk about it let's that's talk about much. it we can spoil the rest throughout you know well, uh, I was going to say, Joe brought up the tone, and real quick, if you if this seems familiar, I definitely know I've at least mentioned this in passing on fall, on uh, Halloween episodes of the of uh, Flyover that we've had because to me this is the every perfect Halloween movie. It's I like the time. tone of it every time. feels like the season of Halloween. It's fun, but also it's scary. It just like yeah. Movie. It's it's just very much and like I just wanted to like I always that's no, a point I've I've made for a few the last and few I feel years. Uh, and I feel and I feel like it's perfect because it's kind of like dipping your toes when the water is too cold. So right now we're in we're gonna be in September when this fucking episode yeah. comes out. Everybody's gonna be going up yeah. Yep. Everybody is dipping their toes in the Halloween water. Two months of Halloween so is I've, becoming a I've, thing. I've, 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 I've been doing it for years. Yeah. So like, let's just 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 don't go head deep. Into the water, so it's gonna you know, get some frighteners in you. Light and fun, yeah. you know, add, a little bit spooky, that. but not uh, too scary. No, I think I feel like that. Even though it's rated okay, again, I saw this when I was in like going into sixth grade at a party with a bunch of kids. I didn't realize how fucking dark it was, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like that where it takes place and the timeline. I wouldn't. I think this and Hocus Pocus are like in the oh, same exact. TJ. Area. TJ, in the same I have it. 
I have a similar. I think there, there's uh, like a scale of scariness where each of these movies are on both opposite ends. Like I these are both fairly op- safe starter horror, yeah. but like Hocus Pocus is a little more kid oriented than this. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, they, they take place in the same like in the same timeline, the same universe? area. <laughs> you literally universe. said almost what I was gonna. Uh, I was always thinking when I think of the Frighteners, and it's it's an insult because it's not a good movie. But they have the same tone. They're two totally different. Casper movie that came out at the same time as oh, the Frighteners yeah, uses the same like effects. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I had such oh, a yeah. huge crush on Christina Ricci, you guys. Yeah, we were like the same age. And Devin Salaman. Come on. Ah. Um, like if it, 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 I probably got these two confused at some point on cable because they have she, that same. They are very different. She <laughs> fucked, oh, very she different. Fucked me up. She fucked me up in Black Snake. Black Snake mode. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the point. So um, I love uh, the Rick Baker did the judges um, special effects. effects. Yeah, yeah, the effects yeah. in this so are great. Good. The jaw, like, the jaw protruding. I always, uh, I John like Aston. the way he's like two halves connected just by a spine. Yeah. And yeah. later, you know, I, when he does end up kind of getting scythed in half by the death character, his body flips up and you can see he's like all hollowed out in there. Just yeah. that's a great effect. It's a really good cool. ectoplasm. I think so it holds up really about, good. You're talking about like the Peter Jackson and whatnot doing effects and stuff. I want to go back to kind of what we were talking about early in the episode. Um, so if you have the special edition Blu-ray of this, I clicked on the director's cut and there's a little intro by Peter Jackson. I have the director's and, cut. Off. And he, I, I would say he's skinny Peter Jackson, so it was probably filmed like then. Yeah. And the, I mean, he lost weight. The, the, uh, that DVD came out, the director's cut DVD came out like right after Return of the King. So he was like riding high. It was probably between Okay, Return so it had him in right then. But yeah, was, uh, Brian was saying earlier, he even says it. He goes, well, this is my first uh, movie, big budget movie and working with a star and all of this. But he even, I think he even calls it, this is my bridge movie. This is what got me into Hollywood, and basically alluding to in his little intro, like this is what got me to do Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he's very well aware of. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, it's a well, front. I think that's what's cool is like after he had all the power in the world, they were probably came to him and like, hey, anything you want to do, and he was like, can we? I have some extra footage from uh, fourteen more minutes. Can we? Yeah. yeah. He's like, and a lot of it is like extra ghost stuff. So it's like stuff you yeah. couldn't finish the effects on. And they were like, sure, have all the money you want, finish the effects, and we'll throw it out on DVD. It's the perfect time. And it and they did. Like, and that's awesome. Hey, but hey, Joe, can can you can you give me the box office numbers while I I say this point real quick? Um, sure. I also love that um, they trusted what probably was an unknown director and what is an unknown director and P- Peter Jackson uh, to give him like the comeback of such a big star in Michael Jake Fox. Yeah. Like Michael Jake Fox, people don't realize how huge he fucking and was also, in the 80s. And also, he, also 90s. he was a sex symbol. He didn't have a ton of hits. He had a few that kind of, yeah. but he made a lot of movies and a lot of them were just kind of okay. Well, I mean, and the Frighteners was like, like him coming back on the scene. Yeah, yeah. and Full he force. also plays like a really good slime. But I mean, he, I mean, you got even goes back to uh, he was probably the most like unlikable in this. Yeah, been in a mainstream movie probably in a long time. What yeah. I find uh, really fun about Michael J. Fox in this too is reading some of the um, the trivia, and it's like on his lines with the, uh, I think the judge he kept fucking up and saying Doc because they're, they're so sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is probably my, like, probably the 
the last time Michael J. Fox was like as healthy as he could be. Yeah. Because well, he did, it, it, he it was in City after this, and he did a, however many seasons of that. So you know he had a couple yeah, good years. He's going such a star. Notable. I remember he's two. Such, it, it just he just oh, draws that's one of the, Oh, watching this, you can't help but I, feel I, like you missed out on so much good yes. Michael J. Yes. Fox. So I discovered, like, fully discovered the Frighteners. Uh, I want to say a little over a year ago from Brian. A thousand and since then, this it. is my since. Yeah, then, I won't shut the fuck up about it. That's right. <laughs> since then, yeah, this I've is loved my loved it third ever watch. since the '96. <laughs> like this is my third watch. This is this is uh, if I'm doing like Halloween vibe feeling, which I feel like I do every few months. Even it's in that top like five. It's it's going right before Trick or Treat or something like that. Like like so, it's a fun fucking movie. Uh, I could show it to Laura who can't handle horror movies. True, very true. Um, so I have the budgets if you want them, but I no, like, yeah, that's actually I, I found it and I I'm oh. actually surprised because it only <laughs> I thought it was I thought like they made a shit ton of money that's why they gave him Lord of the Rings and no, no not really. it was a 26 million dollar budget and only made 29 million. So yeah, I'm very fucking but surprised. He, that they the, here's what here's the what they learned. He came in under budget, on time, and the movie looked fucking good. And he yeah, used okay, his own hey, special hey. effects people to do the work, hey. and that's how he did it. And that's what got him more of the rings. We're forgetting a huge it's part the, of this. And it was New Line Cinema that picked well, up Lord of the Rings. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. about wait, the way wait, it is wait, with directors wait. now. We see it all the time with guys who have a good, successful kind of small movie, and then they get snapped up by Marvel or Jurassic World or whoever the fuck to do, like, the next big budget movie because they don't have to pay them as much. And they're Can artists, we, so they try to do a good I job. Oh, wait, stop. We need to take a second. We have to take a second and yeah, also bow down respect to the queen the mother of horror d wilds oh d oh yes sure. i have a nerve so when i saw her i got so happy oh yeah when she goes full ham in yep. the end yep the very end then you get the whole cut back and yeah, whole, we haven't talked yeah. about the reveal but you guys know what i'm talking about when she's just like palming the air you know yep. what i mean when she's like rubbing johnny bartlett's face but she's just got her hand up <laughs> i love it it's so good what's that what's that gary Busey's son's name jake 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 this is good what a cat this, so good this, in this. this and uh starship troopers yeah. define him for me um, I saw him as a kid, and, and I didn't, later even, I didn't even connect the points that he was the son of BC. Brian, you and I are the only kid. ones that for real, those teeth identity. <laughs> I, I Yo, like it. If I'd have known, I'd had you on my identity bunker episode. It was like episode. <laughs> I like, I and like it'd be I, deleted. I don't. I don't love the ending of identity, but that's not the point. So I have a. I have a. I have a joke here. I want to read it. Um. So if All they the had. Jokes are set if, up. If they had, if they had called the police for the poltergeist, as the husband suggested, yeah, the police would have shot the black ghost. Yes, <laughs> that's just a fact. I don't Shy know why. McBride you're... in a great role too, like love Shy McBride. Love I love the bit things. about the cigars of just like explode in my face. Explode in my face. face. <laughs> now I will oh. say one thing I think is funny about this movie is that the ghost rules are a little inconsistent as far as like. Sometimes yeah. you pass through, sometimes you get stuck, sometimes some ghosts can grab things, but sometimes they can't. Um, I don't mind it though. It's all right. We should we I should mention was... we should we should mention uh two characters that we haven't talked about. One, um 
the guy from fucking Full Metal Full Metal Jacket as a ghost again. Um, that's a funny bit. Also, and also he, yeah, he's crazy. He can change his clothes, but the yeah. one ghost is like, I've been stuck in this suit forever. What are the <laughs> rules in this world? <laughs> I like that there's that Looney Tunes element to it. And also and and then Michael J. Fox picks up the guns and he's just shooting when he's like dead. I love ghost guns. Like, I love when the judge comes in and he's picking off death with yeah. his little with his six shooters. I still got ectoplasm. And then he bangs a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna mention I thought you were gonna say characters we talked about yet. I thought you were gonna Oh yeah, but I was gonna mention the FBI guy. Yeah, oh, damn it, man. Uh, I well, the actor's name how escapes me, but if you're a fan of Reanimator, you know. he's like a mix of uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Doug uh, Benson, Chris, Chris Crispin Glover. Like yeah. his, oh, yeah, his energy, but he's incredible in this. Like my body is. There's two times that he rips open his shirt, and they are both amazing payoffs. Yeah. When he reveals the lead vest is super funny, and then when he rips open his shirt to reveal his like crazy scarred up body is fucking nuts too. But we really <laughs> also we need to remember there's uh, you know I know this podcast is for dudes, so we always need to remember there's a woman in this movie, guys. Yeah. It's Trini Alvarado. That's what I was trying to say. Mini Driver. <laughs> it is Mini, Mini Driver. It might as well be. Mini Driver. It's, it's Annie McDowell. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I love the scene uh, when uh, the dinner scene when the douchebag husband is sitting between Michael J. Fox and her, and she's like, "I have a very important question." That's a good scene. And he's like, "Go ahead, honey, tell me." He's like, "What the fuck did you do with my investment?" He's like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> I love the way he's like, "Don't tell her that." And then Michael J. Fox instantly rats him out. She's like, "He lost the money. It's gone." <laughs> It's a good. That, I feel like that's the scene I always end up either like pausing on or can never finish the movie after. If I have to like I put it on, and then it's always where like someone jumps in and is like, "We got to go to dinner." I'm like, oh, I'm at this dinner scene. <laughs> well, yeah, her and and D and D Wallace have a good chemistry in the beginning, yeah. and you kind of see. And also the crazy mom really. Say, who's the actress who plays the crazy mom? She's really good too. She 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 really sells it. See, we're woke. And we also talked about the black guy. Uh, there's no Hispanics, sorry. Uh, I don't think there's any Hispanics in the whole movie, sorry. Plenty of New Zealanders, though. They're just hiding their accents, so. Yeah. You know what really, you know what really Peter helps? Peter Jackson's in the movie. Peter Jackson, and, and also shout out Fat Peter Jackson. I mean, yeah. no, I like, hey, I'm never going to be against people who, you know, get themselves in shape and stuff, but. I do when I see, you know, the old fat versions, I like to shout them out, give them a little love. Me, I'm in shape. Muscles. You like my shirt? It's a Mandalorian. Get it. <laughs> it's, Mandalorian. it's a robot. It's a fucking Robocop. Oh, uh, dude, it's Robot Cop. Okay. Got it, got it's it. a robot police officer. Check out our sixth um, episode of Flyover State of Film. We did Robocop 3. Oh, yeah. I don't have a, I don't have any more jokes in here. Wait. I don't have anything negative to say about this movie. I just want to get no, that it, out. Oh, actually, I wanted to ask you a question. Do you think this movie would get pushed back today due to the rampage killing in the in the depicted oh shit uh, yeah, yeah because was, back no, then it wasn't that no. common to get rampage killings yeah, this now is, it's this is a pre-columbine movie but, but also also i love how they depict the fetish nature of rampage killers that want to top other right, rampage right. he wanted cool. to be like famous that. he I wanted the trial that. he wanted the yeah. first 
Um, I also like the way they kind of play, they, they tease out, is D Wallace a victim? Was she brainwashed? Was yes. she part of it? And like the reveal of that, so how that all plays out. And then the flashback, when you see her, it's like Johnny's killing him. And then she's walking behind him and carving the numbers in their head. Yeah. It's very grim, very grim. Stuff. I also, and I also like the, what's the R rating, you know, yes. <laughs> the, the connection of, um, his wife, you know, her, her being the first victim oh, of yeah. ghost Busey. Oh yeah. Fucking amazing too. I oh oh I always love I fucking love the joke of the um, the douchebag husband seeing the flower bed and then he's like oh wasted basketball yeah, for a good <laughs> basketball court gone to pot <laughs> <laughs> love that uh, um, we didn't talk I, too much about the the uh the actual death effect which i think is pretty cool most of the time yeah. there's sometimes where the special effects when they when michael j fox has the machine guns he's blowing them up and he goes all goopy and stuff some yeah. of those special effects don't look great yeah, it's like the ch like the chase is as best as it could be but the fucking the part where he comes out of the mirror is incredible that's such yeah. a great scene yeah. and such a great image um and i also I like the part where he first comes in and he's he hits his uh he hits the staff on the ground yeah. and the the Skype comes out. That's such a good moment too. And Michael J. Fox has that moment too, where he just hits the ground and the and the Skype opens. But I also love the dude in the restaurant that he's so committed to hygiene that yeah. he washes his fucking hands when there's a crazy person just slamming doors and crawling on the floor. And he he's doesn't like, just I like oh, I gotta get out of here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna wash my hands first. Um, I don't know. Is is are we good? Is this good? Is this good, or you guys want to talk about it? I just think this is one of those movies where, uh, I mean, collectively, at least, like, tough from all of us, like, it's a bundle of love, so it's just sort of, like, how good Aww. this is, right? Uh, we're in love. It is. I, like, I, 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 and I haven't talked to anybody, like, I've talked to two types of people about the Freighters, people who haven't seen it and people who love it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't I feel like it's, I feel like it's one of those movies that anybody who gets around to actually watching is like, oh, damn, this is great. What a fun, fun Watch movie. It. No, it's just so yeah, frustrating. I mean, Honestly, when I watching, I grew up, but go ahead, Joe. Sorry, I was just gonna say, like you kind of said, dip your toe in the water. Watch it to get yourself in the Hall Halloween. Movie. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. like I said, yeah, it's it's one of the great Halloween movies that doesn't actually have anything to do with Halloween. Never mentioned. It's not the season. There's no jack lanterns. There's not even. It's not even fall. It's just kind of rainy. It feels like it's taking place in Oregon, and you know, yeah. it just it feels kind of dreary like and dour. Uh, and but the ghost, tone of the it Danny Elfman vibe. Like I said, well, uh, watch uh, if you want to do a if you're gonna do a a pre Halloween kind of fun horror, watch this and Sleepy Hollow back to back. Yeah. Can, can I also, add? No, I'm sorry. Just, just stay, just stay in the Danny Elfman score. Right. Get that Danny Elfman score riding all the way through. Well, what I was gonna like say, like PJ kind of said, I think so. This was Robert Robert Zemeckis. The the uh, the Tales from the Crypt uh, mansion is in this town. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Sick. That's cool. I agree with that. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, before you go into that, I would say if you're going to do like some type of combo with this one, um, because it's like he's like a con man who like has some type of ability, but also uses that to his advantage. If we're going to do another horror movie, The Last Exorcism, I don't know if anyone's ever seen that, where it's a guy who is doing like 
he has some type of ability that also is. Oh, just, like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more like a it's mentalist type, right? He's more like a kind of a manipulator. Yeah, kind of, but like, it's more serious, obviously. But you can balance these two with each other, where like one's actual, like pure scary horror, and this one's like a comedic horror, but also gets fucking scary or something. I like, like this game where we try to pair the movie yeah. with a different movie. Anybody else got one? Hey, that's a flyby conversation. If you're interested in more from us, we can't do it. We can't do a flyby about the Frighteners. I've already done DVD. No, I'm saying that's our fucking show. You goddamn asshole! I'm plugging our other show. That's the bit. Let's go into the ratings phase. Ratings phase. Ratings phase. Yes, yo. What what are you? This movie. Oh, but oh, baby, this is a this is a this is a nine point one. This yep. is a high score. I I generally like. I even the director's cut with fourteen more minutes loved it. That's not too long. I would have taken an hour more. Uh, the jokes land. Uh, right, you know, and it's never struggling to find things to take away from it to like get it. Me. Yeah, to, like what is bad about it? Michael J. Actually, actually, if you could comment down below, you know, Ryan, if you if this is your first time and you don't carry that nostalgia with it, because yeah, I, I feel like I have a lot of nostalgia baggage behind it, because I just fucking love every single moment of it. I don't. I, I can't watched it a year ago. It. I have no nostalgia for it. All right, there you go, Joe. You can comment down below. Uh, <laughs> geez, <laughs> no, go ahead, break it. Uh, Nine point one. Uh, uh, if I had to shoot, if I had to shoot ectoplasm out of me, out of a hot with a high psi, I'm going with like, it's a nine, man. This is a clean nine. I'm never gonna do a ten, but if I could, I would. But I'm not. This is the ultimate horror comedic Halloween film. Check it out. Awesome. I feel I feel the closest I've come to a ten was Drunken Master. Uh, Brian, uh, probably lucky number seven. Day, but it's, <laughs> and I know I almost gave Twister a ten because it's perfect for winners. Yeah. Okay, the Twister. You know what I mean? And this is another one too, where it's like it is perfect for what it is. I'll give it like a nine point five. It's like I said, I struggle to take away from it. Yeah, I struggle yep. to think of things that would be a negative. I think Maybe most things that we there's talk like about, a little too much lore packed into it that's a little convoluted, most, and you could have most, streamlined the story a little bit. But I don't know; it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> most things we talk about, the thing that's why is we can take away from them, right? Yeah. There is like ah, oh, this or it was fun. Yeah, yes. we our our podcast is built on shitting on movies, shitting on the movies that the other person likes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a. You know, I've never hidden the fact that Back to the Future is my favorite movie of all time. I probably watched it easily a hundred and plus times. This could be and a de facto sequel to Back to the Future. Like Marty got into some shit later in life, that, right? Like his awful haircut. Time traveling, time traveling just fucked him up. Um, and he also is a shitty husband, like in Back to the Future too. That's right. Uh, yeah. um, I just did a oh no, we do. I was gonna say we never see the wife. Is it one of the two girlfriends from Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah. You know, I read. You know, whatever. No, that's gonna be a huge side effect. Uh, so nine point eight 
exploding hats, ghost hats from a ballot yeah. of a judge. One of, best, one of the best shots. I love it where the, his real head explodes and the ghost head is left there. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking love this movie. Uh, if you haven't watched it, please watch it. Uh, TJ, what are you going to make us watch next episode? Well, we've had some high scores, guys, lately. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I got to be honest. I was saving this for a certain time. We've already passed episode 50, 55. There's no more high marks, so we had 100. So I'm just putting this out there now. We're just going to do it. I can't see what the fuck is behind We're doing Howard the Duck. We're watching Howard the fucking You know, we've made it so far. And honestly, sure, because we already did a You know what? It's time. It's true. It's It's time. It's just the right time to do it. I'm in a new place. Howard lands in a new place. We're both strangers to the world. And we got to make things work. So Howard the Duck is the next movie we're doing, guys. We're going to get to see duck boobs. Got that going for us. And uh, we got... We got a mom from the Back to the Future. I'm blanking her name heavily right now. <laughs> Thompson, buddy. Thompson. Leah Thompson. God damn it. All right. Uh, where can the people find you guys, Joe? Shenanigan One on flybys. I've recently done a, a, another Nick Cage podcast. Uh, everything I learned about movies, we discussed left behind. But you can find me on Flyover and you can find me on Twitter. Uh, you know. Right. You guys are on Flyers Film YouTube right now. You guys, check out the latest flyby we have of uh, Brian and Joe talking about Rambo, First Blood, and Last Blood. Good episode. Uh, yes, good. great episode. Did you guys actually listen to it? I don't think TJ and you have actually listened to it. Ooh, I edited it. Why wouldn't I listen to it? I have to watch it the whole fucking time. It's good. Right. <laughs> I've also I'm never a, seen I'm a, a friend. I've never seen a single Rambo. Subscribe yeah, to my right. Patreon, bitch. <laughs> uh, and also, you guys can find me at TJ Dex on Twitter. Uh, I've been absent lately, but I'll be back. You know, working man, he's working too shit, fucking hard. Shit, yeah, shit happens, dude. All right, gotta earn money, baby. Brian, <laughs> yeah. dollar, dollar bill, don't, worry, tw- don't worry, Twitter hasn't changed. It's still the same. Shit show, angrier man. Just a whiplash of people complaining about real stuff and fake stuff. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, ooh. Brian, at, you can find me at Herskules. Also, you guys might not know this. I used to do a little show called The DVD Bunker. It's a fun little program. And uh, if you search DVD Bunker on YouTube, you will find that I did an episode about The Frighteners. So if you want to hear more about what I thought of this movie, you can check that out. And if you're really interested, uh, hit me up again and I'll DM you the full-length cut that I used to be – I made out of the podcast version. Ooh, I'll do it. I don't give it. a fuck. I'm, if you want to get fan interaction, only fans, I'll show you my butt, and I'll also send you a DVD bunker uncut. That <laughs> rhyme. Look at me go. Are you <laughs> doing butt cheeks or a full butthole? That's at their discretion. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, guys. We did not get to the uh, cover of, you know, black people getting shot, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. I know that all YouTube channels well, that's what have they to cover tune in all for us. But yeah, you definitely tune in uh, this show to see all the that. False yeah. sense of democracy, how capitalism destroyed our economy. You know, uh, all this stuff. We'll cover it on the next episode. Why I love yeah. Marie.com. Bye. Bye. Bye.